All right, Christian Boy Podcast. Today we're going to be in Exodus chapter 18. Now, there's 27 verses in this chapter. We're going to see a few different things happen. First thing we're going to see is Moses' wife, his two kids, and his father-in-law come. Jethro is actually going to be bringing his children and his wife back to him. That's the first thing we're going to see. Next, we're going to see Moses taking care of some business around the tribe of Israel. And then we're going to see Jethro actually help Moses out in a way. And then Jethro is going to leave after he does that. He's going to help him out and then leave. So yeah, that's what it's going to be about. It's only 27 verses. So it's not too many verses for us. We've been through many different chapters with many more verses. But before we get into it, let me not forget to say this. You can text me at 662-371-8877 if you have anything you would like to say about this episode. You can also leave a comment down below if you want to. So yeah, let's get right into it. We're going to see some interesting things in Exodus chapter 18. So let's get right into it on the Christian Boy Podcast. My memory verse for the week comes from Matthew 5 verse 44. It says, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. All right, let's get right into the chapter. Moses' father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian, heard about everything that God had done for Moses and his people Israel and how the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt. Now Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, had taken in Zipporah, Moses' wife, after he had sent her back, along with her two sons, one of whom was named Gershom. Because Moses had said, I have been a foreigner in a foreign land. And the other, Eliezer, because he had said, The God of my father was my helper and delivered me from Pharaoh's sword. Moses, Moses' father-in-law Jethro, along with Moses' wife and sons, came to him in the wilderness where he was camped at the mountain of God. He sent word to Moses, I, your father Jethro, am coming to you with your wife and her two sons. So Moses went out to meet his father-in-law, bowed and then kissed him. They asked each other how they had been and went into the tent. Moses recounted to his father-in-law all that the Lord had done to Pharaoh and the Egyptians for Israel's sake, all the hardships that confronted them on the way and how the Lord delivered them. Jethro rejoiced over all the good things that the Lord had done for that the Lord had done for Israel when he rescued them from the power of the Egyptians. Praise the Lord, Jethro exclaimed, who who snatched, who rescued you from Pharaoh and the power of the Egyptians and snatched the people from the power of the Egyptians. Now I know that Yahweh is greater than all gods because he did wonders when the Egyptians had acted arrogantly against Israel. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, brought a burnt offering and sacrifices to God. And Aaron came with all the elders of Israel to eat a meal with Moses' father-in-law in the presence of God. The next day, Moses sat down to judge the people. They stood around Moses from morning till evening. When Moses' father-in-law saw everything he was doing for them, he asked, What is this thing you're doing for the people? Why are you alone sitting as judge while all the people stand around you from morning until evening? Moses replied, because the people come to me to inquire of God. Whenever they have a dispute, dispute it, be, it comes to me, and I make a decision between one man and another. I teach them God's statutes and laws. What you're doing is not good, Moses' father-in-law said to him. You will certainly wear out both yourself and these people who you are with, because the task is too heavy for you. 
You can't do it alone. Now, Moses, now listen to me. I will give you some advice and God be with you. You be the one to represent the people before God and bring their cases to him. Instruct them about the statutes and laws and teach them the way to live and what they must do. But you should select from all the people, able men, God-fearing, trustworthy, and hating bribes. Place them over the people's the people as commanders of thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. They should judge the people at all times. Then they can bring you every important case, but judge every minor case themselves. In this way, you will lighten your load and they will bear it with you. If you do this and, and God so directs you, you will be able to endure and, and also all these people will be able to go home satisfied. Moses listened to his father-in-law and did everything he said. So Moses was able to choose men from all of Israel and made them leaders over the people as commanders of thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. They judged the people at all times. They would bring the hard cases to Moses, but they would judge every minor case themselves. Then Moses said goodbye to his father-in-law and he journeyed to his own land. All right, let's recap this chapter. In verses 1 through 11, Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, hears about all that God does for Israel. Jethro returns with Zipporah and Moses' two sons. Moses bows and kisses him when he meets him. He also tells Jethro all that God had done and the challenges they face. Jethro rejoices over what has happened, saying, Praise the Lord who rescued you from Pharaoh and the power of the Egyptians. Jethro also says he knows Yahweh is greater than all other gods because of the wonders. In verse 12, Jethro offers a burnt offering to God, and Aaron and all the other elders of Egypt came and ate with Jethro in God's presence. In verses 13 through 16, the next day, Moses spends the entire day acting as judge for Israel. When Jethro saw, he asked, why are you sitting alone as judge? Moses tells him it is because the people come to him to inquire from God. When they have a dispute, he makes a decision between one man and another, teaching God's statutes and laws. In verses 17 through 27, Jethro tells Moses that this is not good and gives him advice. He says that Moses should represent the people before God and bring those cases before him, teaching them how to live. But he should select trustworthy men to command the thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens to judge the minor cases and only bring important cases to him. That way his burden is light. He should do it if God directs him. The way That way all will be satisfied. In verses 24 through 27, Moses does as his father-in-law says, and the, and the, the people are judged by the thousands, hundreds, by the commanders, and the, only the tough cases come to him. Moses then says goodbye to Jethro, and he leaves. So here's a few things that I see here. First off, we got to admit it. Jethro is a good father-in-law. First, we saw in Exodus chapter four, I believe, when Moses told Jethro that he has to leave. Jethro doesn't complain with him. Jethro doesn't dispute with him. He just tells him, go with God, go in peace. And he allows Moses to leave, not knowing if he would ever see his grandchildren again or his daughter ever again. So we have to admit that. And we also see that Moses enjoys his comp company and is attentive to what he says. 
So in Exodus 7 verse 5, God says that Egypt will know him based on the signs that he does. But Egypt is not the only people who know Yahweh now. Jethro had already heard about the signs and things Yahweh was doing for Israel. And that means, you know what that means? That the surrounding people around them know also about what Yahweh has done. This confirms what God said in that verse, that Egypt would know God, but it also expands to knowing everybody around in the surrounding nations knowing God also. Also, Jethro is a true priest, recognizing Yahweh above all idols and gods, even worshiping Yahweh, offering up burnt offerings to him. We also see Moses overburdening himself, being the judge of all the people. Now, there's three things that I see here and I take away from this situation. The first one is Moses listens to the advice of someone he trusts. Jethro tells him out, tells him of a better way to judge the people that will relieve pressure from Moses. We should be just like that. We should be able to listen to people who we trust and who we know have our best interests at heart and go to them when we have a problem so that they can help us out in that problem. Number two. Being trustworthy will help you get into positions of authority. Moses only chose men who would act justly and he could, that he could trust. Being a trustworthy person is important. Moses only chose people that he could trust, knowing that Jethro said, choose men that are trustworthy, God-fearing, and respected among people. So not only should you be trustworthy, you should also be God-fearing. And if you're God-fearing and you respect God, you should also respect other people. And that will put you in position to have positions of authority over other people because we know that we can trust you because you're trustworthy. And we know that you would do the right thing because you seek the righteousness of God by fearing God. And we know that you will be kind to us because you respect us. So, yeah, Jethro gives him great advice. They're picking people he can trust who are God fearing and who are respected among people. So, yeah, be a trustworthy, God fearing, respectable person. And good things will come your way. Opportunities and positions will come your way. And then the third thing we see, by changing the system, life becomes smoother for all people. Now, that's cool, right? But imagine if Moses wanted to control everything. He would not only have killed himself from fatigue, he would also have ruined the nation in many, many different ways by Killing himself, first off, because he's doing too much, spending too much time doing other things. He would have had no time to do anything for himself. He would have had no time to enjoy his wife and family. But also, he would have killed the nation because everybody has to wait in long lines to get their disputes taken care of, even though they can't get their disputes taken care of because there's so many people waiting in line to have their dispute taken care of that things would not progress in the nation and things would not have happened like they should have. He would have been unable to efficiently uh, lead the people that way, which would have caused way much more harm than good. So here's the thing. Let us be wise and take guidance from people who we can trust and allow other leaders to guide us so that we don't have to be everywhere and allow other people to lead so we don't have to be everywhere. We're not God. We can't be everywhere at once. We can't know everything. So to try to be God is a mistake. <laughs> is the best way to put it. You can only be in one place at a time. You can only do one thing at a time. People claim they can multitask, but you can barely do two things at a time. So make sure you can entrust other people with the things that you have going on. That way you know that things are getting taken care of how they need to be taken care of because you can trust that person and they're God-fearing, like I said. 
True leadership is knowing where you must be and what you must do. So let us follow God. Let us follow God's lead and do what must be done to further the kingdom. Let's not try to be leading everything. The saddest thing I ever see is a pastor who has to do everything for his church. He has to take the offering. He has to sing worship. He has to preach the message. And then he has to pray for everybody after service. And sometimes it's the pastor's fault for not entrusting his own members with and congregation with responsibility. So yeah, leaders of all different denominations, leaders of all churches, leaders of any type of business can take from this model that Jethro built in Exodus chapter 18 and further their expanse and further the quality of their work. All right. So this has been Exodus chapter 18 on the Christian Boy podcast. Pretty good episode. Pretty good chapter. I really love the fact that uh, Moses actually listens to older people listens to people he respect and actually follow through with what they he has been told so yeah you know how to get in contact with me you can text me at 662-371-8877 you can go to christianboypodcast.com and see other ways to contact me and read the newest newsletter it comes out tomorrow so yeah god bless you i pray that you have a blessed day or night whenever you're watching this and yeah we'll see you on the next one